Welcome, and thank you for joining Your Financial Workout with Luke and Drew, Continuous Learning for Financial Success. This is episode two. We're going to be going through some great stuff here. Um, super excited. Andrew, I know you are here as well. Hey, Luke. I want to uh, give them a little bit of an outline of what uh, of what you're going to be going through. Yeah, yeah. Glad to be here. Episode two. Um, I'm going to be talking a little bit about debt and give you some nice debt-to-income ratios to keep in mind when it comes to managing uh, managing your money. Uh, also going to talk about the importance of emergency funds, um, how to start them, and um, why they're important. Uh, so cover a couple little basic options like that, and then we're going to uh, wrap it up with some financing and strategies. And then, Luke, yeah, what are you, what are you going to be talking about today? Yeah, perfect. Uh, yes, I will be covering net worth, uh, kind of going over through through some assets and liabilities, going through budgeting. Um, yeah, mainly just the reasons for budgeting and then also the challenges as well. And then uh, the difference between saving and investing, kind of dive into that a little bit as well. So looking forward to it. And uh, let's uh, let's dive on in here. So as, as I stated previously, going over net worth, the... During the, the first episode, we actually spoke about the different aspects of, of someone's life and how their their debts and liabilities change while they're, and I mentioned net worth, uh, how that grew over, you know, certain periods there. And so net worth is assets minus liabilities. Now, specific assets such as cash or cash equivalents, so CDs, those are considered current assets, so, so they're very liquid. You have them right on hand. Um, you know, also have invested assets, uh, and then you also have assets such as clothes or jewelry or, you know, or even a car uh, as well. Um, most, most advisory firms actually don't use a uh, a home to consider as a personal asset uh, for net worth. Um, that's just the the preference usually for that. Um, but yeah, it it is uh, you know, and then you can bring it toward toward more of a uh, your short term liabilities or short term assets. So short term liabilities, um, you know, just shorter term obligations um you know whether that be you know credit cards uh you know longer term would be that that car loan that you have or you know student loans as well so just being able to uh just to look at the difference between the two and then that is uh that's considered your net worth there um yeah and then yeah andrew do you want to uh to hop on in there for uh for some of the ratios that we're looking at. Yeah. Uh, so yeah and, and just to kind of comment on that um, net worth. So generally sitting down with a financial advisor, they're going to sit down and go over, okay, let's take a look at your assets. Let's take a look at your, at your liabilities minus the two and you come to your net worth. So it just gives you a gauge of how you're doing. 
Um, and then you can track that over time to just make sure you're, you're on your way up when it comes to assets rather than down with liabilities. So that'll be just an important thing for an advisor to see where you are when you start the relationship that way in a couple of years, uh, we can review and say, look, okay, so this is what we started with. This is where we're at. That's how we're adding value to your life and helping you grow your net worth. So, yes, yes, absolutely. Well, one thing on, on top of that as well, it's important to, provide everything. So this is, I mean, even if you're embarrassed about one of the, you know, one of the loans that you have, or, you know, your credit cards or anything like that, it's important to give everything to the advisor. So they know the best way to help you um, as well. This, I mean, it's, it's hard for, uh, for a doctor to do a surgery if, uh, you know, if they don't know, you have some some other issues with some <laughs> internal organs. You know, before before he starts doing a surgery, so you do want to give give all the information possible. Um, so then, um, yeah, so then it's just easier for us to, you know, to review it and and make a a great game plan for you. Yeah, and then, so yeah, quickly going over some ratios. So this isn't a hard fast rule that you need to follow, but it's it's nice to keep in mind. So. Uh, your total debt, if you can, you want to try to keep it uh, below uh, or around 36% of your your gross monthly income. So you would take the total before in, or excuse me before taxes and um, any retirement that you might put it away before you would take all of those out before your insurance that you pay. You would take your gross amount and then um, or your uh, your total debt over your gross amount and you want to keep that at about 36% or lower if you can. And with with that in mind, when it comes to your housing costs, you want to try to keep that 28% or below as well. So, you know, if you're making 5000 in gross income a month, you want to do your best to make sure that, you know, your house payment isn't 2500 because that would be 50%. And when you have higher payments you're making on debt, it's just slowing your ability to grow that net worth, which is what Luke just talked about. So you know, we do our best to manage the debt and pay down the debt as, as, as well as we can. And then we start moving into some other things, which, which brings Luke to budgeting, I think. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Budgeting. Um, as, as you all probably know what budgeting is, um, it's, it's mainly just keeping track of your cash flow. Um, really, really honing down what dollars you spend where, so I won't specifically go into that in particular, but just wanted to wanted to cover some reasons for using a budget, um, and then also some of the uh, some of the challenges uh, as well. So the you know one of the big reasons for using a budget does definitely assist with setting up a good game plan for hitting these financial goals. If, you know, if you don't keep track of your cash flow, the, it's going to be very difficult to be able to, to hit some of your, your financial goals there. Um, another one as well, uh, I actually like this one. It says when family economics are complex. So when income and or expenses are widely fluctuating. So it, it allows you to keep track of it, but also you can adjust your budget to 
just to prepare for, you know, any other unexpected things as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, that way you just, you keep control of your money and, and the money doesn't control you, um, as far as for, uh, for debts. So that was something I want to go over there for the reasoning. Um, some of the challenges actually, uh, that they bring up, which is really good. You know, obviously budgeting will take time and it can be time consuming, but it definitely is something that it, that can be beneficial to you, especially if it sets you up where you are, uh, you know, where you're financially set when you retire. Um, and even before that as well. Um, here's another one too. There may be family conflicts when deciding what is important and what expenses to reduce or eliminate. This is something, I mean, we're all human and we all have different, uh, different ideas and, uh, different thoughts of what should be done. But, uh, you know, it is important, you know, if there is something in particular that, you know, one, you know, your spouse is just really stuck on like, nope, we cannot get rid of that. Okay, find a find a middle ground, you know, maybe find something else that you guys are able to, to uh, come to an agreement with uh, for spending or uh, for anything like that. So, but yeah, just wanted to uh, wanted to bring that up. It looks like, uh, so we have a good one coming up here, Andrew. It looks like we have uh, an emergency fund. Yeah, exactly. So everybody knows about emergency funds. Everybody knows they're supposed to have one. It's tough to build one up, um, but it's really your step that you could take with your debt management or you could do it after. You, I mean, generally, you're going to want to do it while you take care of your debt because an emergency can come up at any time. So you normally want to make sure you have a minimum three months of expenses saved up. And um, great reason that uh, we're all living through right now is COVID-19. So great, uh, great opportunity for those who hopefully had enough saved up where they reinforces what they, what they know to be true, which is to have some cash saved up on the sidelines, just cash. Um, this is not an investment. You don't want to have six months of, or excuse me, three to six months of gold saved up or three to six months of, uh, you know, famous coins. I mean, you could maybe say that's a cash equivalent, but it's really best that you've got an emergency fund, which is actually a high yield savings account paying a nice interest rate. Hopefully that's going to be in cash. So it's easily uh, accessible so you can grab it when you need it. And then you've yeah, got enough to you get you actual through. gold. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Especially if you have actual gold. Yeah. And that's, that, it, that may be a little difficult. You should be able to uh, at least sell your assets. <laughs> yeah. So. Maybe Armageddon, that's a cash equivalent saving. <laughs> so you're set, you're set <laughs> in worst case scenario. Just flaking off little, but... <laughs> little gold, gold pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Which you're going to want to make sure it's just uh, cash, cash in a, in a high yield savings account where it's easy to get and you can take care of care of what you need. So. Other thing to t- or other thing to touch on that, um, <clears throat> another thing that you can kind of set up as an extra line of defense. So once you have your savings account in cash in a savings account there to protect you, from there you can move on to some credit products. And when I say credit, I mean like a uh, a credit card. Great, 
line of credit that you can use in an emergency if you're stuck maybe on a road trip or you've got a high uh, dollar uh, payment you need to make for something you can pay down quickly or another product like a home equity line of credit so if you own a home you take out a line of credit it's going to be at a better interest rate generally than a credit card and that's something you can pull cash from normally you know you've got to go over the details of of the line with your your bank or lender who you who you find with but normally it's going to be good there to have and that's a higher amount that you can pull from so first the savings account with cash and then you've got some other products you can move on to right yeah so it'd be the the 3 3 to 6 months just cash and then on top of that would be you know would be the the line of credit just in case something you know extremely drastic uh, occurs, and you want to um, do you want and uh, just quickly you want to do that ahead of time. So I'm afraid if the emergency occurs, you don't have that credit back up before the cash. <clears throat> you're going to go ask for it, and unfortunately, it's it's going to be too late. So it's something you really need to do when the sun's shining. Definitely. Now, uh, so Andrew, what? Uh, how do you how do you pick between three months or six months? Uh, that's a good question. I would say when it comes to three to six months, uh, I mean, whatever you can kind of start with in the beginning and then maybe dependent on your job. If you've got, you know, a, a job that you've been at for a long time, then you can afford to have a, a larger savings account. You could also take a ratio to your expenses. So if, if you know, you only need maybe three months of cash saved up, you can go with that, but if you've got a lot of uh, high payments, you've got to uh, pull from. You can go a little bit longer. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it it may uh, you know sometimes it it does depend on if uh, both you and your spouse are working as well. Um, if uh, you know if both both of you are working, three months should be fine. The the risk of both of you losing your job at the same time is very low. Um, but then, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you are the only, uh, only breadwinner and you lose your job, it, it would be better to have a, uh, you know, bigger cash sum, uh, available on the side, um, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're self-employed, that would even take it, you know, well, even exactly. maybe a little bit longer than, I mean, dependent. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, that might be something where you need a year of savings. If, you know, if you know you're not going to have good work for the next six months, well, then that you could be in a seasonal position or seasonal type work uh, that you, that you own. So, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, perfect. Do, do you want me to hop on over to uh saving versus investing real quick? Yeah, that's perfect. All right. So, uh, some, some definitely do kind of mix this a little bit. They, they look at their individual brokerage account that they're investing and call it savings. Um, savings should just be specifically just cash. Um, that's, you know, the reason behind the emergency fund, it should just be cash. Um, and investing is using that cash to purchase an asset you know, in, in the hopes of, of appreciation. So making money off of it. Um, but when you invest, it is, 
less liquid, so it isn't as as available as cash. Um, so it's just important to you know to dis- distinguish between the two, and uh, yeah, and and just making sure you're uh, you're protecting yourself, um, you know, in the way that's best for you and and also for your family. And to comment on that a, a little bit, so. Uh, something I'll quickly bring up. We're getting close to about mm-hmm. the 20 minute mark. So, um, generally in a recession or, or, you know, recession into a depression, what happens? People start losing their jobs. Uh, the stock market starts going down. So when things, if they get, you know, take or go for the worst, if you've got all your money wrapped up in investments, um, those products could, could decrease and then you're not going to mm-hmm. have enough to call, you know, to carry forward with so yeah that's why you, and just then you wouldn't really that. have an emergency fund to fall back on yeah at that point <laughs> yeah or if you've saved up a bunch of money and yeah you just end up you know being too risky with it well then you're back to square one with no savings at all so i mean i was just thinking of of having an emergency fund of just all mclarens mclarens <laughs> and lamborghinis oh yeah that'd be good <laughs> <laughs> Hondas, though, hold their equity value, right? Oh, very true. Very true. <laughs> That's a depreciating or depreciating asset. Yeah. 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 Well, we're going to have to, uh, yeah, we're going to have to send those companies invoices for uh, for advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, funny. But yeah, no, that, that was great. G- great stuff there. Um, yeah, Andrew, do you want to uh, provide the email address before we head on out here? Yeah, so um, your financial workout CA, and that's the initials for California. Your financial workout CA at gmail.com. Um, so definitely shoot us over if you've got any questions, and we're gonna be doing. I think we'll have time for maybe a few questions every every couple episodes or every episode if if we get them, and then you know we've got the bonus series too where we're talking about topics. So I'm sure we'll throw a few of those in there too, especially if they're go 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 further. Or go a little deeper than than uh, we would have time for the actual episode. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Feel free to reach out to us. That uh, yeah, we uh, we love love helping, and I mean, especially with this topic, finance. So, it's it's great stuff. But I think we missed financing strategies. There's not too much in there. No, uh, I mean we can throw yeah, it in the next one. Yeah, so. we can throw it in into the next one. That'll yeah. be perfect. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you again for joining, and we will talk to you all later. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. All investment strategies and investments involve risk of loss. Nothing contained in this podcast should be construed as investment or financial advice. Any reference to an investment's past or potential performance is not and should not be construed as a recommendation or as a guarantee of any specific outcome or profit. <laughs> <laughs>